The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians, the first chapter and the 26th verse, for ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised hath God chosen. Yea, and things which are not to bring to naught things that are that no flesh should glory in his presence. Yeah, there's not a lot of wise men after the flesh that are called. That don't mean that they can't be called. They've just got to put off their knowledge and their wisdom because the Bible said by wisdom, the wisdom of this world, men knew not God. God don't want us to glory in our own knowledge. Don't want to glory in the flesh. But we're glorying after the knowledge of God, his word, his eternal truth. That don't mean God's not calling wise men that's got natural wisdom of this world. Again, they just have to put that off. They've got to go to Calvary to know God. We kind of touched on that last week on a radio broadcast. You know, it doesn't take the Greek and the Hebrew and education to find out what God's all about. No, it takes getting down and going to knee school and going to Calvary and have an open heart, being born of the Spirit. Yeah, that's what it takes to, to know God, accepting Jesus Christ in your life and have a true conversion. When God will really start dealing with that man, start showing him his eternal truth. We preached last week on what a resurrection is. We proved by the Bible that Jesus was the first to rise from the dead. We know there were several people in the Old Testament was raised back to natural life. But Jesus was the first one to raise to eternal life from the dead. We proved that last week. I, I hope that you were listening last week. And it kind of goes in this morning, ties in with the subject we're going to be teaching on this morning is the first resurrection. We show that Jesus was the first to rise from the dead. Turn with me to Acts, the 26th chapter. We'll start at the 22nd verse. Paul said, having therefore obtained help of God, I continue unto this day witnessing both to small and great, saying none other things than those which the prophets and Moses did say should come. These are the things that the prophets and Moses said. And, Mo and Paul here was confirming that. He didn't say anything else but what Moses and the prophets said should come. Well, what did they say should come? That Christ should suffer. He should die. That he should be the first that should rise from the dead and shew light unto the people and unto the Gentiles. Well, Jesus was the first to rise from the dead. And we know that because that's what the Bible teaches. He was the first to be raised from the dead to eternal life. What constitutes a resurrection? Well, let me ask a question then. Has there been a resurrection? Well, Paul said that Christ should be the first to rise from the dead. And we know that there were some that had risen from the dead, dead back to natural state. Lazarus was one. 
But Jesus was the first to rise from the dead. He was the first resurrection. A lot of folks may think that the first resurrection hadn't happened. But if Jesus was the first to rise from the dead, and he was the resurrection, well, has there been a resurrection then? If there's been a resurrection, folks, that has to be the first. Now, I went to school, got an education, went through grade school, went to high school, went to college. And I I didn't learn a whole lot, folks, but I did learn what the first and the second and the third was. Well, if Christ was the first to rise from the dead, that was the first resurrection. That has to be the first resurrection. A lot of folks have got the first resurrection out in the future, but I want to prove by the help of God through these fundamental principles, what we've been preaching on in Hebrews, the sixth chapter by the word of God, not with what this world's wisdom teaches, but what, what this Bible teaches. That's the only thing I'm interested in anyway, folks. We have to go on what the scriptures say. The scriptures. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, and we'll start at the first verse. Paul writing said, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I have preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved. That's how important it is to preach this word. By which also ye are saved if you keep in memory what I preached unto you unless you've believed in vain. Now listen to what Paul says. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received. Paul had to receive this first of all. Then he could preach it. What did he receive? How that Christ died for our sins, not according to just any any way, but how he died for our sins according to the scriptures. That's according to the word of God. You notice how specific Paul was. And he said there in Acts that he didn't say anything other than what Moses and the prophets said should come. That was according to the scriptures. And he repeats it here in 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, how it was according to the scriptures. The scriptures foretold these things, how Christ should die. Let's just read it. The third verse again, first Corinthians 15 and three, for I delivered unto you first of all that, which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, there's a way how he died according to the scriptures, how he died for our sins and that he was buried here in the fourth verse and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. You see how specific this man was? Everything was done according to the scriptures, how he was buried according to the scriptures, how that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Paul knew that everything had to be done according to the scriptures. That's what proved Jesus being the Messiah. That's how we knew that he was the Messiah. He fulfilled everything that was written of him according to the scriptures. And that's how we know that he is the son of God. It was through the scriptures. Turn with me to Romans, the first chapter and the first verse. Paul said, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ called to be an apostle separated under the gospel of God, 
which he had promised afore by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures concerning his son, Jesus Christ. You see how important everything reverts back to the Holy Scriptures. The third verse again. Concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, which was made of the seed of David, according to the flesh, and declared to be the son of God with power, according to the spirit of holiness, by the resurrection from the dead. That's how Jesus was declared to be the son of God. Through the scriptures, everything was done through and according to the holy scriptures. And he was declared to be the son of God by the spirit of holiness, by the resurrection from the dead. That's how they knew that he was the son of God. He was raised according to the scriptures from the dead the third day. He didn't get up the first day. He didn't get up the second day, but he got up the third day. That was important. That was important because that's what the prophets foretold. And he had to fulfill that. That's what made him the son of God. Well, let's go back and look at the scriptures on what it says about his death. Now, remember Paul said in first Corinthians 15th chapter in the fourth verse that he was buried and that he rose again the third day the third day, according to the scriptures. Well, first let's go to Luke, the 24th chapter and see what Jesus says about the scriptures. Luke, the 24th chapter and the 44th verse. And he said unto them, these are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you. Jesus had been raised from the dead here. What was he saying? That all things must be fulfilled which are written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. Those were the scriptures. What did he do in the 45th verse? Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures, the things that was in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms, the scriptures, and said unto them, thus it is written, it's written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer, that's his death, and to rise from the dead the third, the third day. It's written in the scriptures about how he died, how he was buried, and how that he rose from the dead the third day. Well, let's find in the scriptures, the law of Moses and the prophets, the Psalms. Let's go back into the scriptures and Hosea, this is a prophet, Hosea, the sixth chapter, the second verse. Now, folks, most of your scholars, all of your scholars that I know of, shows that Hosea, the sixth chapter and the second verse, is prophecy concerning the Messiah and his resurrection. They'll, they'll say that. They'll say that. And this is the only place that I know of in the Bible that it specifically states the third day. The third day. You can go back and forth in this Bible, and this is the only verse in this Bible that I have found that it specifically states the third day. What Paul say in Corinthians, the 15th chapter, how that he rose from the dead the third day, according to the scriptures, 
This is the only place that I know of where it specifically states the third day. And what does it say? Hosea 6 and 2. What happened? After two days, will he revive us? In the third day, he will raise us up and we shall live in his sight. What does that say? After two days. There again, I didn't learn a whole lot in school, but I know what comes after the after two is three. It was the third one. After two days will he revive us. In the third day, he will raise us up and we shall live in his sight. Now that sounds like to me a resurrection. But that sounds like to me there was more than one. That sounds like to me there were many people that were raised from the dead at his resurrection. Well, let's see what the Bible bears out about this. Now again, folks, search the scriptures. Jesus told us to search the scriptures. For in them you think you have eternal life. We search these scriptures. Folks, this is the only place that the word of God specifically speaks of the third day of the resurrection of our Lord. This is the only place. And what's in it? More than just our Lord. This shows that the dead was raised with him. Now we're staying with the scriptures. We're staying with the scriptures how that Christ rose from the dead the third day. Here's another scripture, a prophet, Isaiah 26 and 19. Thy dead men, more than one, shall live together with my dead body, that's Jesus, that's more than one. Thy dead men shall live together. See, they were dead and they were going to live. That's what a resurrection is. Thy dead men shall live together. With my dead body shall they arise. Awake and sing ye that dwell in dust. For thy dew is as the dew of herbs. And the earth shall cast out the dead. That is prophecy of a resurrection, my friends. That's prophecy concerning the first resurrection. These dead men were going to live together with his dead body. That's speaking about Jesus. Now you note in, in Hosea again that it was concerning Jesus on the third day. That's the only place I know of in the Bible that I could ever find that it specifically stated the third day. And what happened on that third day? He arose he revived and they lived in his sight. He revived men. Let's see if the word of God don't bear that out. Now turn with me to Matthew, the 27th chapter, and we'll start at the 50th verse where Christ was hanging on the cross right before his death. The 50th verse said, Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost and behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quake, and the rocks rent. Listen to this now. And the graves, that's more than one, folks. And the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept, they were dead. 
And the graves were opened and many bodies of the saints which slept arose. That's just what Isaiah said. And that's what Hosea said. Both of those prophets was prophesying of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. This happened at his resurrection. And the graves were opened and many bodies of the saints which slept, the ones that were dead, like Isaiah said, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose and came out of the graves after, listen to that, after his resurrection. Why did it say that? Because Christ had to rise first. He was the first to rise from the dead. This is what the word of God teaches. This is in his fundamental doctrine. This is the resurrection of the dead. This is what the scriptures teach. This is how we know that Christ was the risen savior. He was the first to rise from the dead and he rose the third day according to the scriptures. Well, how did he raise from the dead the third day according to the scriptures? Our brother Hosea said, after two days, will he revive, revive us? There were dead that was going to raise with Christ. This was prophecy of the first resurrection, and it was fulfilled in Matthew, the 27th chapter, the first resurrection. That constitutes the first resurrection. According to the word of God, they slept. They were sleeping, but they got up. They're not sleeping anymore. They got up and went into the holy city and appeared unto many. And that's how they knew that Jesus was the son of God, because the scriptures, according to the scriptures on the third day, the dead was going to be raised. And Jesus was the first one to be raised from the dead. Let's see now. Let's go to Matthew again, the 27th chapter again, just where we left off. Uh, the 53rd verse and said, let's go to the 52nd. And the graves were opened and many bodies of the saints which slept arose and come out of the graves after his resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared unto many. Now when the centurion and they that were with him watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done, when they seen the resurrection from the dead, those things that were done, they feared greatly, saying, truly, this was the Son of God. That's how they knew he was the Son of God, because that's what the Scriptures said. He fulfilled the Word of God. He fulfilled the Scriptures when the dead was raised. Again, that's what Romans said. Romans 1 and 4, and declared to be the Son of God, talking about Jesus, and declared to be the Son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. That's how he was declared to be the son of God. I know you can see that from the resurrection of the dead. The dead was going to be raised at his resurrection. Now turn back with me now to 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, and see what Paul covers this. Now, folks, this is very plain if you open your heart. And I know the spirit that I'm feeling today. The honest people will accept this because it is the word of God. It's not twisting the scriptures. It's confirming the word of God by the word of God. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter. Uh, let's start the 12th verse. Now, if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, if we preach that Jesus raised from the dead, what Paul say, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? 
How can we say that knowing what the scriptures say, that he was, he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures? You go to Hosea, that's the only place in the Bible that I know that it says the third day concerning the resurrection. There were more than just Jesus that was raised. There was the dead was raised with him. That's what Paul's saying here. Paul knew the scriptures. Now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, we preach that. How say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? How can you say it if you know the scriptures? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? Why, why do you know that? Because that's what the scriptures say. If the resurrection of the dead, if those dead didn't get up with Jesus, then Jesus is not raised. Because the scriptures say that Christ rose from the dead, Hosea 6 and 2, and there was dead that raised with him. Isaiah 26 and 19 says it. Thy dead men shall live together with my dead body, shall they arise. That's what the scriptures say. It was that important, folks. If Christ rose, how can we say that there's no resurrection? And if there was no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not raised either. He's not the Son of God. The 14th verse, and if Christ be not raised, then our preaching's in vain, and your faith is also vain. That's how important it is that we know that the dead were raised with Christ. Our preaching's in vain. Yea, and we are found false witness of God because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ whom he raised not up, if so be that the dead rise not. How important it is that we preach that the dead raised with Jesus. It said your preaching is in vain. I don't want my preaching to be in vain. I know what the scriptures say. And it was fulfilled in Matthew. Yeah, the dead rose with him. Praise his holy name. It's what Paul was saying here. Yeah, and if Christ be not raised and our preaching is vain and your faith is also vain. Yeah, we are found false witness of God because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ whom he raised not up. Listen how important it is. If so be that the dead rise not. And if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised. That's how important it is because that's what the scriptures say. And if Christ be not raised, your faith is in vain and ye are yet in your sins. And they also which are fallen asleep in Christ or perish. Listen to this. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we're of all men most miserable. But now is Christ risen from the dead. And what was he? And become the first fruits of them that slept. He was the first one to rise from the dead. And he was the first one, the first fruits of them that slept. That's what the same thing, folks, that Matthew said. Many bodies of the saints which slept. They're not sleeping anymore come up out of their graves. That's what Paul was having reference to, the resurrection of the dead. But now as Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. Yeah, there was dead people that was raised with Jesus. I know you can see that. That's plain and simple. That's what this word teaches, folks. Now, folks, that's how important it is to stay with the teaching according to the scriptures. 